0: Welcome to After the Jag Corps: Navigating Your Career Progression. Today's guest is Eric Stetson. Eric is Region Director for Four Block, which we are going to talk about today. But Eric, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey Tom, thanks for having me on. I am glad to to talk about career transition and Four Block, and also how it pertains to our military lawyers and
0: their career transition. So thanks for having me on. Great, thanks, Eric. Now, Eric, I was looking at your uh, biography. You were an Army officer, right? I served in the Army for 24
1: years and some change. It was a, a, you know, an ROTC commission out of Lafayette College and and went right on active duty days after graduating into the artillery branch and, and was there for 24 years.
0: When you got out, how did you end up at four block?
1: Yeah, great question. So when I got out and, you know, I didn't spend a lot of time in, Preparing for the transition at that point, I could definitely could have done a better job. So a lot of what I bring to Fort Block is my own experience and the things I didn't do in in preparation for separating from the service. But I got out and I came back to the Philadelphia area because I thought, well, this is where I probably have the most contacts in the civilian world and can develop opportunities to kind of figure out what I want to do and, and how to get there. So I separated from service in the summer of 2015 after leading an ROTC department as my final job. And I did some education consulting. I did some corporate consulting and training. I went through a training program with a company named Enia International to learn more about how the civilian world approaches leadership, team development, and dynamics in corporate America. So I was working, doing some individual contracting, and I was also volunteering the veteran space. Through that volunteer effort, I discovered the four block program. And right away, I saw the model of how they were helping separating veterans learn essential career building skills and give them exposure to corporate America and help them build their network. And I thought, wow, this is fantastic. I just thought, this is a great concept, wherever it came up with. And that's how I started with Forebox, started volunteering. And as I like to joke around a little bit, as I say, I walked into a Marine Corps ambush. Uh, Two Marines kind of set me up and lured me into being a regional director. And I had a very hard time saying no. And finally, my wife said, Eric, this is what you talk about all the time. You just need to do it. And so I said, yeah. And I've been with 4Block for five years. So,
0: so let's talk about 4Block. What is it and how does it operate? How, where does it get its funding? Who's the push behind 4Block? Right. So 4Block so is a not-for-profit veteran support
1: organization. And it was started by a gentleman named Mike Abrams who is uh, coincidentally also an artilleryman, United States Marine Corps Reserve Officer. And Mike, you know, experienced his own challenges after coming back from Afghanistan about 14 years ago in trying to nail down a good job in New York City. And after he got some mentorship and coaching from the civilian corporate leaders who he came across, things started to open up for him, and he realized this is really the answer. Service members need to have the right relationships in business and corporate America so they can learn and grow into new careers, meaning with you know meaningful uh, careers in corporate America after coming out of the service. And so Mike decided he would build it into a not-for-profit organization for other veterans. And He wrote a book about what he had learned and started Four Block. Four Block is in its 11th year as a formal 5013 organization. And we've managed to spread across the country, having operated in 23 different cities to date in one way or another. The way that Four Block it manages to operate and get its funding is through corporate sponsors and foundations that recognize the work we're doing, helping veterans make that transition into civilian careers. And so that's that's kind of how we keep the lights on and keep and keep moving forward.
0: So what do you see as the biggest misperception, both on the corporate side and on the veteran side, when they're trying to look for work and when corporations or companies on the on the civilian side, have one of these people sitting across for them. So I'll I'll start with veterans.
1: Veterans underestimate their potential and what they've learned and know in terms of soft skills development while they're in the service. And so the typical example I'll have is, you know, an E5 entry infantryman or a platoon sergeant says, you know. I want to get out. I have this college degree. Or I have this master, but you know, I don't want to be, you know, in the infantry anymore. I don't want to be a security guard or a private, you know, uh, security company contractor in security. And they underestimate what they've learned in terms of leadership, team development, risk analysis, problem solving, and project management, and training and process analysis. They've learned these skills in the military. And sometimes they're not focused on that and they don't. They underestimate what they can actually bring to, to corporate America. And the, the inverse or the, the same side of the coin is true from the corporate side. Corporate looks at a person and, and doesn't understand the value that veteran brings to the table from their leadership experience, from operating on multiple teams, multiple transitions, operating in ambiguity, doing strategic planning or operational planning, process analysis, risk analysis, writing communicating, working with people. So a lot of times corporations underestimate how much veterans can bring to the table, even though they've been in a different kind of industry, so to speak, for a number of years. So that's kind of a misconception that's out there. Four Block works to help veterans understand all of their skill set and how to translate that into regular old eighth grade English and how that applies to different careers and industries outside the military. So that's one of the functions that 4Block fulfills with veterans who uh, take our courses and go through our programs. Also, incidentally, for spouses of veterans, and, and for almost two years now, we've been working with spouses of veterans
0: as well. You kind of segued in my next question. Tell us how 4Block achieves this. What is the program? How do people get in? All those questions that people listening to this podcast are now asking in their heads and are hoping that I ask you.
1: Four box been under evolution, you know, since its inception. And Mike has partnered with Columbia University and many others and brought some great team members onto the team to help with curriculum development and our process and our program development. And so what we do is we give sessions and classes and instruction in basically 10 different modules, 10 core skills that are really important for veterans to understand and be able to utilize in career transition. But we do it in conjunction with corporate partners who host our sessions. So the veterans in our program are learning these essential skills both from the four block staff and their coaches and the curriculum that we provide, but in conjunction with feedback and discussion with veterans and non-veterans who are out there in different industries in corporate America with that experience and getting feedback from those individuals, practicing the skills, asking questions about the skills and learning about those industries and career tracks at the same time. Those 10 modules all boil down to supporting the mastery of six critical skills that time and history have shown are critical really for anyone to master in supporting and running in their own career and and this is one of the themes that comes back is you have to take charge of your career and, and managing your career in the civilian world as much as anywhere in the military we often have many people looking out for us including uncle sam that kind of decide where we go and what we do next. In the civilian world, you really have to push that and track that yourself. And the same goes for transition out of the military. You know, the military is trying to adapt its its TAP programs and the transition process, but it's really not everything it, it needs to be. And so we encourage folks on active duty, once you've made that decision to separate from active duty, you've got to take charge of your timeline and plan your transition. To learn about the organizations that support, and you in that transition, and to start deliberately building your network so that you can learn about opportunities and what's out there. And so that's really important: is that you know writing your own orders, taking charge of your own career transition before you separate from the service and after you're out, whether you're a student veteran, a reservist, national guardsman, or a 30-year career sailor, soldier, marine, etc., coming off
0: of active duty. So, you already talked that you had 10 modules. How long does this class last and where are they held? Right. So, the program
1: is 11 weeks long, basically, with an orientation section followed by 10 sessions. Each session meets once a week, each week with a different company typically. And we run the 11 week program in the fall once, and we run it in the summer once, or excuse me, in the spring once. We've run some summer cohorts in the DC area. A veteran that's involved in the program should count on spending at least four to five hours a week on four block work, whether that's individual study and preparation, working with the coach who is assigned to you to coach you through the program, or being in the weekly two hour session, either on zoom or in person, each week with a different company, where the the program is centered in that city. So most of our programs are centered on a city physical location, New York City, Philadelphia, Orlando, San Antonio. But some of our programs are also completely virtual, virtual by region. So East Coast time, Central time, and West Coast time. And as we go into this fall, we're looking at uh, more and more hybrid operations where some sessions a veteran will come into a building location in that city to visit with a company. Another session of the same veteran might just be on Zoom visiting a company. It's very important how we operate with our hosts and that experience for veterans getting to talk to people who been through the transition and who are working at those companies that can describe what a career in X or Y looks like while also helping that veteran develop a critical skill.
0: And what's the general size of the class that you have for these sessions?
1: We run about 20 to 25 veterans per class and our philosophy is low density high touch for each program and so we're very reliant on our four block instructors uh, who are typically your veterans uh, themselves with corporate experience, and our volunteer coaching staff. And so we're always interested in finding people who want to support in that way as well.
0: And you mentioned military spouses. Are they going through the same class, or is there something different for military spouses?
1: The military spouse class is a little bit different. Different content, but same ideas. Helping the the, the veteran spouse adjust from the military experience back into the civilian experience or enhancing their career that they already have while they were married to the military, so to speak. And so those of us who have been married, you know, with spouses and we were in the military for a long time, we know how it disrupts their career and their personal trajectory. And so this program is designed to help them kind of realign after the military.
0: I know the answer to this, but they don't. So what is the cost for this program to the veteran?
1: Yeah, this is the neat thing is, you know, there's no cost, financial cost to the veteran for this program. It's time, energy, and a commitment to be part of the team in the evaluation process to help us see how we're running the program, how we can do it better, what the impact is on the veteran. That that evaluative process is very important. And You know, we had an expression in the, in the Army is every soldier is a sensor. And so every veteran in the program is a sensor for this program. It's all about continuous position improvement, making it better and better for more veterans to go through this program.
0: Now, let's take the the microscope here and look at judge advocates specifically. Yep. Have you had judge advocates go through this program?
1: Yep. I've had a number of judge advocates go through the program, Navy, Army. I think I've had a Marine Corps also, lawyer. And so Lawyers uh, have a wide range of of skills and capability that they can apply in the business world. And so you see lawyers in the business of corporate America doing all different kinds of things. So it's not just, you know, prosecution and defense. Lawyers are great researchers. They have keen attention to detail. uh, Typically, they learn about corporate law and uh, and relationships. And so the lawyer skill set is definitely sought after, as we know, in corporate business America. But lawyers have to compete for jobs as well. And lawyers have to figure out the right culture they want to be in, the right industry they want to be in, and what they exactly want to do with their skill set in corporate America. And so 4Block helps with exposure to the companies and folks at these organizations to give them an idea and refinement on what that looks like. So the program is just as good for them as it is for anybody else that's trying to figure out what they're going to do next and how to get there.
0: When is the... Optimal time for someone to attend a four-block cohort? Yeah,
1: this is a great question. And it varies by population. So folks on active duty, I think need to start looking at how they plan their separation about three years out to start figuring out what I call a three-two-one plan. Three years out, two years out, one year out. What are the programs that they need to take advantage of? And when do they need to take advantage of those programs? Four blocks specifically is very big on building your personal network, your professional and personal network. And the farther out from act, from separation off of active duty you build that network, the longer you have to maintain that network. So I think about a year out, maybe one and a half years out is about the earliest you want to do the four block program before separating from the military. Worst case scenario, you do the four block. The spring before you separate in July, it's not the end of the world, but better, for instance, to do a four block program in the fall if you are separating late next spring or next summer. So, about a year out. And that gives you some runway to develop relationships, do research, and apply everything you learn in the four block program. If you're a student veteran, we really look at juniors and first semester seniors to do this program, sometimes sophomores, depending upon the situation because it does help people develop internships while they're in school and definitely preparation for interview season at the end of their first semester or senior year graduate school students anytime if you're a, in law school probably not you're getting killed in law school anyhow with enough you don't need anything on top of that but that's kind of the, uh, the general path
0: okay eric so if i want more information somebody out there wants more information where do they go
1: yeah, go to fourblock.org, check us out. There are four components to four block, the career readiness program for veterans, the program for spouses, the Find Your Calling online course that anyone anywhere in the world can take, develop in conjunction with Columbia University. It's an EDX platform-based course called Find Your Calling, and the Four Block Podcast, which you can find on Spotify and other locations. Great learning. Industry insights, career and leadership insights on the four block podcast. So definitely check us out, get in touch with us, ask us questions. We love to help veterans figure out their, their path forward, regardless of, of where they are, and, and refer veterans to other great programs that are out there as, as well.
0: When you talked about your four classes there, there was one that the the finding your calling. So this is not for people that know what they want to do necessarily. They have the ability to try to discern that. I think that sounds like a reoccurring issue is people leaving the military have played with artillery for 20, 25 years or whatever they've done. And now what's going to match that? So you guys have a class to help them try to discern what they want to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we have found that a lot of people really enjoyed doing the your calling class before going to the career readiness program. And it doesn't matter whether you were a, you know a full colonel after 30 years of service or a staff sergeant after six. People find it very valuable. We have some heavy hitting authors and thought leaders in that program. And it's really geared towards alignment with personal purpose and mission, uh, alignment with your career. As I like to say, if, if you can align your career and your vocation with what you're passionate about, your interests, and what fires you, and your natural strengths then I say you're cooking with Crisco, to use an old expression, and, and you're in the zone because you're going to more likely to be successful in that employment, in that career track, and satisfied. And that also doesn't necessarily have anything to do with money, but success and satisfaction is important in work. Otherwise, it's just
0: work. To be clear, the, the companies that they're holding the sessions with are not necessarily going to hire anybody from the four-block class. But they obviously see a value in it that they are looking at talent if there's the right openings available.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, The vast majority of those that sponsor us and host us recognize we're bringing talented people into the room. And they want to help these veterans in their transition. And they also know there might be a place for them at their company. Or they may be able to recommend them and connect them to another organization for meaningful employment.
0: Wow, Eric, you've covered a lot in just twenty minutes, but I would say this. the great thing about having a podcast that you produce and edit and put out on your own time is that you can endorse anybody you want. And as you know, we were talking beforehand, I have applied and am currently scheduled to be in your fall cohort here in the Washington, d c area. I learned about four blocks existing through Aaron Stone, and then I had a, another scout dad, Bill Redemeyer just, he just raved about how great four block was. And what I liked is when I sent you the email or when I applied online, you came back and asked my time horizon. We're very upfront about, well, you're probably too far out, but by the next one, you're probably too close in. You were instantly giving feedback, which was great. And knowing that, okay, if I come out this far, assuming I retire next next year, I have to keep that that lesson in those networks alive through an extended period of time, instead of taking the lessons from four block and apply them necessary, you know, necessarily very fast. So uh, that was great yep. feedback. Do you have any final parting thoughts, Eric, before we conclude this?
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's all about relationships. Veterans need to understand that your professional network is really important. So how you come across to people, how you talk to people, how you build those relationships is so important to your future career success. And it also gives you the ability to help others. So the relationships are, are a two-way street. Over 50% of the coaches in the four block program. Are people who have been through the four-block program, and so they're turning around and giving back to the veterans behind them, and so we're building this veteran subtribe of excellence and and professional talent that's just going out and working in in so many places in America, and then looking back and seeing how can they help others behind them in the pipeline coming through the system make that transition into the into the professional space. As a nation, we have to get better on the transition process for those coming out of the service into the civilian world. And we have to catch them in the civilian side versus just discover them by accident and answer questions by accident. So that's something that you know I'm focused on as well. And Tom, I applaud your leadership in, in tackling a podcast to teach yourself and others about the transition process. I think it's a brilliant move that you're doing. And hopefully people are, are paying attention to the podcast and, and picking up Great lessons learned, and I look forward to having you in the program in the fall.
0: Thanks, Eric. I do give feedback that it is filling a void, and what you said is very true. No matter what service we in, we were used to a, a brotherhood and a sisterhood, and I don't think you lose that the moment you take off the uniform. You served, and I know that I've served, with some really remarkable people who would do anything they could to help you. And this is a continuation of what has been instilled in them through their three, five, 10, 20, 30 year careers about helping their battle buddy, their airman, their wingman, their marine, or their fellow sailor. And I guess I got to add guardian too, as well as Coast Guard. So we're gonna hit all That's of them. Right. So <laughs> Eric, thank you so much for your time.
1: Oh, it's been a privilege to be on the podcast. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe and tell your friends. After the Jag Corps is a TJW 50 Associates LLC production.